Hey guys, it's Nature Valley, and I am back finally with another fucking podcast. This is just going to really be catching you guys up on where the fuck I've been, how the fuck I've been, and hopefully starting to get back into the swing of things. So welcome back to another episode of I Just Want to Fucking Know, because I know that you guys just want to fucking know where the fuck I've been and how the fuck I've been and what's been up, so lots has been happening in the past few months that I haven't covered on the podcast I tried to keep it real narrow in on you know certain topics and shit like that but I think in order for me to get over this hump like this creative hump I have to kind of just be open and honest about where I've been what I've been doing and kind of pick things up from there so I recently graduated school um, back in May of 2018. Congrats to me. Um, And about two months after, I got a job at this nonprofit organization. They pay pretty well. um, And it's been pretty... (laughs) Okay, so that's going to be fake. It's been a journey at that... um, job also I recently entered into a serious relationship um we've been dating for about a year I'm gonna actually go through our love story on another episode that I may upload um probably today just kind of upload a few episodes today and kind of get you guys back in the swing of things but um yeah I entered into a serious relationship what else has happened kind of narrowed in on the people who I actually feel are my friends um yeah hair growing skin trying to clear up the whole you dig so let's start from the beginning graduated college um it was very interesting because within the two months I was like avidly searching for a job like I felt like I had to be employed I felt like I had to be I just had to be something you know like right after school and it's crazy because when you graduate anywhere there's like this expectation to do something else like you don't just graduate and stay where you are graduation in itself like just the term just you know entails that you're graduating to something better or to something like you leveling leveling up essentially or whatever and I just felt like in that two months like it was really my time to level up, right? So I'm, like, going on, like, 70 million different interviews and, you know, just freaking the hell out or whatever in the midst of dealing with a another relationship that I was in before my uh, current relationship or whatever. Um, and it was just a lot. It was really a lot of cutting off toxic people um, and just really realizing, like, the role that I played in those toxic relationships, oftentimes I realized, I've realized like in a lot of the relationships that I've held on to for so long, I've played the role of, uh, what do you call that? Um, I can't even like, I can't even think of the word, but basically a pacifier and a, 
uh shit I really wish I could think of the word basically I was just allowing things to happen like I was just an open door people were just coming in and coming out and coming in and coming out and I didn't like that feeling but I didn't know that I had the option or I didn't realize that I had the option to close that door on a lot of people so I was in a relationship on and off for like three years with this one shorty and I'm not gonna shit talk her like she was (coughs) excuse me shit sweet girl very sweet um but she was a liar and she kept cheating and stuff like that and just made it really hard to like trust at that point um and so like after graduation um she'd gotten into like really lying heavy like I would find text messages on her phone from other girls and just the whole nine it was very discouraging and it made me feel like okay like I'm graduating but I'm still holding on to like shit that like I shouldn't be holding on to like I'm a grown-up now you know like that's what I was thinking at the time and it put me into this really deep depression and so honestly y'all like I've been super depressed well (laughs) for a very long time but very recently since I'm talking about just recently where I've been like May through (sighs) fuck out just a few weeks ago really I've been extremely depressed and it's been because I've been holding on to so many things that have hurt me like severely not just like petty hurt not like you know no stupid shit but like deeply hurt me and for reasons that I had to really analyze and really think about why they were hurting me as much as they were like it's one thing to hurt but then it's another thing to analyze like okay why am I hurting this way why am I still hurting after all this time and that's really what I was going through with that relationship alongside that like I had friendships that I had to like let go during that time as well so I had made a newish friend um nearing like in my last year of college probably like the last semester of college I made a friend and everything was chill but our personalities didn't mesh like I was very quiet in the relationship like very just observant and very like just not open and who I am normally with everybody else and it kind of bugged me like damn like why do I not feel comfortable around this person I think she's cool you know and even to this day I don't have any bad qualms with her or anything well I don't know how she feels about me but regardless I don't feel anything negative about her but our energies didn't match and it was really me holding on to that relationship as well because it was like okay like why do I have ties to this person and why do I feel obligated to stay in this relationship with this person, this platonic relationship with this person, you know? And it really bugged me. And so I had to let that relationship go as well. So I was letting go of my on and off girlfriend for like three years and then let go of that new friendship. And then also I had to let go of friendships that I had throughout my entire college career. And that was really painful. Like, it's painful for me because I'm a Taurus. Like, it's painful for me to change. I mean, it's painful for everyone to change. But I think as a Taurus, it's really hard for me to let go of certain things, even if they no longer serve me. Um, and that's what I had to do during this time. Like, I'm feeling a lot better because I'm finally becoming content with, like, letting go of these people 
Um, but let me just go into that a little bit more. So my freshman year of college, I had like a big group of friends or it was a big group of friends to me. Um, because usually I had like one or two friends, like good friends, close friends, whatever. But in college, I had this group of friends. It was myself, my roommate, my quad mates. So those two people and then friends that my quad mates had made. And we had all just become like a huge group of friends, right? I think I spoke about them in a previous episode, but we were, I thought we were super duper close. I had so much love for these people and so much like attachment to these people in such a short amount of time. And it wasn't their fault. It wasn't their fault at all that I grew so attached to them. You know, I mean, to an extent, of course, they have to Of course, they have some responsibility in the way that I felt about them. But ultimately, my attachment was not their responsibility, you know, and that's something that I had to realize, too. So throughout college, I got really attached to them. And as college went on, I started to realize like some people started dwindling off. And I had a lot of like hatred and and hurt in my heart because of that. Like I really felt betrayed. I felt I just felt like I wasn't important to people. And then that really triggered a really um, thick valve in my depression. Like, yeah, I'm going to go into, oh, I'm going to go into my depression in another episode maybe. Or maybe I could delve into it a little bit more in this one. But my depression really stems from just not feeling important. And so, like, when people come in and out of my life or whatever or like leave suddenly like that shit really gets to me or whatever and that's what was happening in my friendship group like girls that I had grown so closely to in my freshman and sophomore year had started to like push me to the side like I would ask for you know let's go to brunch or let's go this and let's do that or just come to my room we don't have to spend any money or let's just talk or you know and it would be like oh I'm busy oh I can't do this because I'm doing this or blah 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 People started dating people, got really wrapped up in that, and it had just gotten to be a lot. Like, I'm a person, like, I'm a a serial dater, serial monogamist, honestly. I'm always in a relationship, and it's not a bad thing. I've just come to the conclusion that this is how I learn, and this is how I like to be. So, I date a lot, but um, even in dating a lot, I'm always able to keep my relationships and my like my romantic relationships and my platonic relationships separate like I'm always going to have time for my friends and I'm always going to have time for my relationship type of thing and they won't cross over but the friendship group that I had at the time was not doing that like they would put their partners you know before their friendships and it was really kind of it was really I'm not gonna say really kind of hard it was very 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 difficult and very hurtful and all of that and I had to really analyze like why is this hurting me as much as it's hurting me and it's because of my you know abandonment issues that I developed over time and it's kind of like I was just confronting those issues when I had encountered these relationships with these people and once I finally figured that out then it's like okay now I can heal but it didn't make healing any less painful like I would say up until honestly maybe two weeks ago I was hurting so badly from the relationships that I had to give up from college the last interaction that I had with one of my 
old close friends. Um, we were supposed, to, and this is when I just finally decided, like, I'm going to block you. I'm going to block all of y'all because it's not serving me anymore. I'd asked her, um, I, I kept asking her, actually, like, hey, I miss you. Like, let's do this. Let's do that. And it's like, oh, I have a boyfriend, so I'm going to do this. Or, oh, I can't do this because I got plans. Like, okay, well, I'm not, a, I'm obviously not a priority. And it's not that I'm entitled to being a priority in your life, but when you make it, when you act like when, okay, so I'm a very literal person. So if someone says they love me and they want me in their lives and stuff like that, like I take that as truth. But I had to realize like everybody doesn't function like that. People can really pull shit out of their asshole and say, oh, I love you. I miss you. I want to hang out with you. I this and that. I think the world of you and all of that stuff. And you don't mean shit to them. Like you don't mean as much to them as you as they're telling you that you do. And I had to realize that. And that was like the missing piece of the puzzle because I was like, well, how could you say all of this stuff to me? And how could you make me feel so loved and wanted and then not follow through with your actions, you know? Um, So the last time, anyway, the last time I asked to hang out, it was like a really petty excuse, like, oh, my dog's toe is bleeding, so I can't go out the house. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with asking to hang out with you. I'm not going to do that anymore because all it does is set me up to be disappointed. When all I wanted to, like, I felt like I felt like I was begging someone to want to be in my presence, and that's that was just not a good feeling at all. And again, it set me into this really depressive state. You know, it was like, okay, well, why am I begging someone who claims to love me so much to just want to hang out with me? Or why am I begging someone who claims to love me so much to just want to talk to me? Like, that's, you know, it was a very shitty feeling. And so I had to cut those people off. It wasn't just her, so I'm not going to put it all on her. Like I said, it was the previous shorty as well um, that I had made friends with in my um, uh, last year of college. And it was just the whole friendship group. I'm just going to be straight honest with y'all, except for one person. My roommate, like, and I are still pretty cool. But aside from that, it was really hard to just make these people that once that meant the world to me I'm not going to say once meant the world to me because at the time they meant the entire world to me they were my entire world and I know that sounds dramatic but whenever I attach it takes a while for me to get attached to people but when I get attached to people like I am like stuck like glue and so it was really hard for me to kind of wean myself off of them you know and that's what I was doing in these last few months, weaning myself off of those, off that past relationship, weaning myself off that, those past friendships and trying to get adjusted to my job (laughs) in the midst, like anybody who knows me knows that there's crazy shit happening to me every fucking day. So in the midst of crazy shit happening to me, and I want to go into some of my story times too, but that'll be, um, like just separate episodes. Cause I have so many crazy stories, y'all like fucking ridiculous, but um, yeah, so, yeah, and this was me dealing with these depressive, um, it was me dealing with this elongated depressive episode in the midst of trying to get adjusted to my job, so let me tell you guys how (laughs) this job went when I first began, and honestly, it didn't get better until very recently, 
first started, I was very hopeful. I was like, yes, I'm so proud of myself. Finally snagged a job and it's a salary paying job. I get PTO, I get la la, all these benefits, annual raises, the whole nine. And I was just very proud of myself. But at the same time, I was so depressed and I was so uncomfortable in the position I was in so much so that I almost I was like super duper close to quitting on multiple occasions but I never quit um one because I'm just not the type of person to quit like I always say I'm gonna quit but I never do it because I don't believe that I'm gonna quit you know what I mean like I always want to believe that I'm gonna quit but I never do because I'm just not that type of person but um yeah so I was at the job and it's very difficult because it was just very clicky. Excuse me, still is very clicky. Um, I work in a department where everyone who was there had been there for much longer than I had been, except for one person who I'll go into a little bit later. Um, but everyone there had been friends with each other for at least a year, you know, and they had gotten acclimated to each other's personalities and, you know, the office um, gossip and shit like that, right? And me coming into it, like, I had no idea what to expect and I didn't want to put limits on what to expect. So I'm just kind of, like, soaking everything in. Super silent. When I first enter into any new environment, I'm very observant. And so I was really observing all the personalities and I did not like any of the personalities that I'd encountered. Um, I'd met one of my colleagues and we went out Um, and I thought that we were like bonding and stuff like that. And to this day, I really don't know how she feels about me (laughs) and it could be my anxiety, but I really just don't know her stance. Like it's very hard for me to trust all of them or most of them in the office because they talk shit about everyone in the office. Like they even talk shit about their own, like each other. And so, like, for me, it was like, oh, my God, like, I don't know how long I can stay in a place where the conversation is so limited. Like, all they talk about, and this isn't a diss on them, it's just really, like, my observations. Like, I am growing more fond of them as time goes on, but when I initially began up until very, very recently, it was like, I was so overwhelmed with the fact that literally... All they talked about was, like, current events, like the news or, like, the R. Kelly situation or Jesse Smollett or just, like, you know, like, current shit or shit talking the president, which, I mean, is due, I guess. But regardless, it's just, like, shit talking. All y'all do is shit talk. Y'all don't talk about anything positive. Like, I never heard anything positive coming from these people's mouths. They would talk shit about each other, bro to each other, behind each other's back, and then, like, giggle in their faces and stuff, and I was just like, bro, this shit fake as hell, like, I'm not about this shit, like, in Chicago, bitch, we don't, we don't do sneak dissing and shit and talking shit about each other, because that's how people get beat the fuck up, you know what I'm saying, but that was their culture in the office, I'm like, wow, like, y'all are really something different, you know, and there was a colleague that I had who is no longer there, um, who I just, had such a bad feeling about like initially I was like okay with it because of course like I'm trying to be friends with everyone and all this stuff but just had such a bad feeling about 
um, she had a very bossy personality. I don't like being told what to do. And it wasn't even like a guidance type of thing. It was like, make sure you do this. Make sure you do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. As if she was a parent or a uh, an authority figure. But she wasn't. Like, we were essentially working the same job, getting the same amount of pay. And so I just, it rubbed me the wrong way. And yeah, she left. So life has been pretty decent after that. But, like... It was just very hard dealing with a billion different personalities in the midst of ha- of being super depressed outside of work and like ugh, dealing with crazy shit every day happening to me. It was just a lot. And um, it had gotten so overbearing to where like so I've been suicidal before, obviously. Uh, or not obviously, like you guys wouldn't know that, but I've been suicidal before, uh, which comes with, you know, depression. And I've gotten really close to committing suicide and things like that. And when I was working this job and I was going through all of this stuff, all these transitions, it really made it hard for me to not focus on, you know, those suicidal thoughts and stuff like that. And that was even more depressing. Like, you know, it had just gotten super duper hard. And, um, I just, it was difficult to continue to have motivation to continue to to live and to continue to live functionally. You know, I found myself calling off work a lot and, you know, um, not being social at work and not speaking and kind of just wanting to My bad, y'all. I had a brief interruption, but yeah, she had just got real hard or whatever. Um, but times are looking up, you know. Oh, and I had gotten hella sick. Um, I forgot about this. I had, um, like in the midst of all of this depression, like literally just sadness and just defeatedness. I, my mom, okay, so I'm, I live at home, and my mom had trusted this guy from the church to uh, renovate our bathroom. Our bathroom was fine. It was fine before. I think that's something to mention. It was totally fine. She just wanted it to look different, right? And this guy at the church had promised her that he would do a great job and do it for an affordable price and all of this and that, right? Me, I am not a cheap person. I'm a cheap person when it comes to, like, shit that should be cheap. But not when it comes to shit that is of quality, right? And this isn't me bashing my mom at all. It's just saying that, like, sometimes when you want something done well, you have to pay for it to be done well. And and even if you don't have to pay for it to be done well, you have to have quality people working on the project, right? So... Um, basically what happened is that this dude from the church, he was a liar and he scammed her out of her money and he started construction on our bathroom before Thanksgiving, probably like two weeks before Thanksgiving, three, I don't know, didn't finish until January something like the end of January. Now what? I, that means that I hadn't showered for a total of, like, four months, okay? 
in the midst of me not showering, I have extremely sensitive skin. And so my body started to react to the fact that I could not shower. Like, don't get me wrong, I wasn't out here just funky in it out. Like I was washing up in the sink and stuff like that. But as far as like full body scrubbing, getting rid of this dead skin and all of the germs and bacterial and bacterial, I'm dead, bacteria and shit that was on my body. Like that wasn't a move. I couldn't do it. I was very limited in that. And that also added to the depression It also added to my depression because I felt like I was so you like my position in the house was so useless because I would offer like, oh, let me pay for it. Like I can I can find you someone to actually do the bathroom and actually like do a good job. And it may be a little more expensive, but, you know, like my girlfriend's dad um, does construction work and he's super awesome. And he's a tourist. So, duh, he's going to do awesome. Tourists are all about quality. And, like, so I was just like, yeah, like, he can do it. Like, literally, I'm telling my mom this. And she's like, no, like, I'm going to trust in God and trust in, you know, uh, the dude from the church and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Like, again, it made me feel like I wasn't important. It all went back to that. And just, you know, kept adding on to more depressing days, you know. And, um... I had developed like different health conditions, not because of the bathroom, but because my body was literally breaking down physically because of my depression. I wasn't eating. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't like I was like tweaking. I was tweaking. I was tweaking. And I can say that because I have like serial depression. I'm not just like somebody that gets depressed if they have a bad day or something like that. Like I have been medically diagnosed with depression and I was fucking tweaking like I was seeing shit, hearing shit, feeling some type of way, very paranoid. Just I just wasn't good and for man that's like almost a year from May until well I was depressed before then but when it had gotten like super duper duper bad like me throwing up and crying every day type shit that was from May till March like two weeks ago (laughs) but yeah um it had just gotten real bad, y'all, and I couldn't be creative, and I couldn't, I wasn't my, I wasn't even myself, so I couldn't be creative, I couldn't be kind, I couldn't be anything to anyone, because I was really, like, struggling with being anything to myself, like, people always say, like, oh, you can't base your, um, self-worth on what other people think of you, how, like, I really want to know, realistically, that shit does not make sense. People, we live in America, so everybody thinks individualistically, like, we could just exist without each other. Like, no, our entire being is constructed from the communities that we have, whether it's a work community, a home, a family community, a friendship community, a relationship community. We are constructed solely by our relationships, period. The way we speak, the way we think, everything. So to say that, like... You can't be upset that other people don't approve of what you're doing or other people don't, um, you know, like other people aren't with whatever the fuck it is that you're with or whatever, you know, like you can't be upset about that. Like that's bullshit. People tell themselves lies all the time. And I had to realize like, hey, bitch, you don't have to feed into this narrative. If you feel sad because people aren't making you feel important, then you feel sad because people aren't making you feel important. And that's not a bad thing. What I will say is that 
once you start to see yourself in a more positive light, then like other people will other people's opinion will matter less, but it'll still fucking matter. You know, and also being gay was really hard is it's currently hard, but it's getting better. Like I'm saying, like all of this stuff was so hard for me because it was me moving back in at home after being free sexually and just like, you know, sexuality wise free for four years. Like I didn't have to explain myself to nobody. Nobody really knew who I was dating. Like I didn't really have to face my family when talking about situations like, oh, yeah, I'm dating a girl, you know, and with my family being so religious, it was really like difficult for me. But now I'm I'm just feeling so much better because in regards to my sexuality, because my mom loves my girlfriend like she loves her. So um, and that's never happened. Like my mom has always been nice to the people that I've dated, but she's never like loved the people that I've dated, you know, and it just makes me feel good. But and that's, again, it's like approval fucking matters. And people really be acting like you don't need nobody's approval to live your fucking life. Yes, you do, bitch, because you live, you live like these are your communities. So, yeah, you do need these people's approval. I mean, you don't need anything really. But I mean, like as far as like functionality wise, you do need these people's approval. If you feel like you need it, you fucking need it, you know, and like. I went on a tangent there, but really just to wrap it all up, like, these past few months have been fucking hard as hell. Um, I feel like I'm missing something to tell y'all. Oh, I didn't talk about honing in on my actual friendship group, so I think I'm going to just say the name. Shout out to Brittany because I fucking love her. She don't even listen to my podcast, but I fucking love her. Shout out to May Moon. Shout out to PJ. Shout out to my girlfriend. Shout out to Melissa. Um, shout out to, am I missing somebody? Nini. Shout out to, oh, my work friends. Okay. So recently made a work friend. Um, his name is, I'm just going to call him Z. And he honestly makes the work day like go by because I I told I explained to y'all like these bitches at my job bro and I'm not even gonna keep calling them bitches because I kind of like them a little bit more now with an exception of like two people but um fucking crazy oh I didn't even tell you about HR oh my god okay um okay so I'm gonna talk about Z first so Z um um He's an earth sign, he's a Virgo, and we just get along real well, we both write, we both blah, 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 like, we both think similarly, not the same, of course, but we just connected, right, you know, like, and it kind of made life a lot, you know, it definitely made life, like, going to work every day easier, um, because we don't talk shit about people, we talk about ideas, like, shit that I actually interests me ideas and like um you know doing better in life and positive shit and jokes and stuff like that like shit like that keeps me going like just knowing that I'm not the only person who feels a certain way about the situation that we're in so yeah Z is awesome um I also made another friend we're gonna call her D she's awesome too but she doesn't work in my department um, but she's awesome, and she ended up opening up to me a lot um, because we accidentally had lunch together one day, 
Um, and then, oh, HR. So let me tell y'all, I was being harassed by HR. <laughs> Maybe I should save this for a story time. Briefly, when I first started working there, it was the summertime. And so there was no strict dress code policy. I swear to God, y'all. They sent me the dress code policy. It was basically like no jog, uh, what? No jogging suits, no crop tops or something. No, no, like your midriff can't be showing. Like basically no excessive skin, right? I'm like, all right, bet. That's fine. I'm basically, I'm a tomboy anyway. Like I don't even be wearing like, I wear crop tops, but I wear like high-waisted pants or some shit. So you can't even see my tummy, you know? But these hoes in HR, bro, let me tell you what. They were checking me, bro. Checking the fuck out of me. Mind you, there's girls, and we can't wear ripped stuff. So I don't wear, I barely have anything ripped in my closet. So I would go to work, just dress normally. I may have on a crop top, but like I said, I had on like high-waisted jeans or like, and y'all know, well, y'all don't know, but I don't wear bras and shit. So I was just dressing like I'd be dressing regularly. I don't dress provocatively because that shit is just not for me. Like I don't have my titties out and stuff like that. But I don't wear bras and I wear very loose clothing or whatever um, because that's how I feel comfortable. And one day I was having a horrible day. Like it was like in the midst of like all of the shit that I told you all about, plus some outside story times that I'm going to save for later. Like all of that stuff was happening. I was having a horrible day. And then I had on like some leggings and a um jacket right it was a matching legging and jacket suit or whatever they didn't come together but they just matched so I wore them together as a monochrome outfit or whatever next thing I know HR is coming HR messages me unprofessionally as hell like I'm the child mind y'all I'm the youngest person in my entire office she messages me she's like I need you to come to my office so I'm like okay she's like you're just inappropriately I don't like it blah 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 I'm on the brink of tears at this point because I already told y'all I was having an awful day and I was having an awful fucking life just based on everything I already explained to y'all like this was in the midst of everything she's like yeah like just shit talking me I'm like okay thank you like you know I go back to my desk I was about to go to the bathroom and cry, but I was like, I only got like three hours left here. I'm going to just crank it out and go home and cry, right? After that, my boss calls me to her office and she's like, hey, like, let's chat. What happened with HR? I'm telling her, but I'm a very like, I don't cry in front of people type shit. And so like, I was just holding it all in, trying to play it cool. Like, yeah, HR, they told me that I was just inappropriately and blah, blah, blah. Basically, they went against protocol and treated me like a child because I'm the youngest person in the office and went behind my boss's back and talked to me, you know, in regards to my clothing that they felt was inappropriate. And then they doctored the dress code. It was crazy. They doctored the dress code and sent it back to me like, oh, you can't wear this and that. And I'm like, I have the original copy. So y'all are really not fooling me, but whatever. So then after that, HR just started harassing me like dead ass. They would look me up and down every time I went into the room, like nasty looks. They would ignore me. They would just like talk past me, like say hey to someone behind me or something like that. 
And it was just very discouraging to a point where I was like, yo, like, these people are treating me like I'm invisible. I already hate the job. I don't connect with anyone. Like, all of the shit is going on in my life. Like, I really am just, like, over everything. Like, it was so hard to get up and go to to work, you know. Um, but, like I said, as of recently, um, they started to, like, chill out on me a little bit. They're still rude and stuff like that, and they still be looking me up and down, but it's not to the extremity. So, yeah, y'all, um, that's really where the fuck I've been. Of course, I have story times. I'm going to try to fill y'all in on those, like, in separate episodes because this episode would just be way too long. But, yeah, thanks so, guys. I can't even speak. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in to another episode of I Just Want to Fucking Know. Um... I'm not going to say no corny shit like it gets better because it really, you know, is a sinusoidal wave. Like, sometimes it's better, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it sucks, sometimes it's good, you know. So I'm not going to say it gets better because that shit lame as hell. Um, Right now, I will say that I'm in a pretty comfortable position, um, relatively speaking. (laughs) Crazy shit did just happen and I had to do some crazy shit, but... Relatively speaking, I'm pretty comfortable now, um, and so hopefully I'll be able to get back on my creative shit. Um, I did start working back on my short stories um, and things like that, so I'm just really trying to get back to it, y'all. Again, thank you so much for supporting me, for those of you who do support me, um, and yeah... I love y'all. Stay lit. Um, feel free to message me on my social media. Um, the podcast page is I just want to fucking know. Um, I J W T F K. I just want to fucking <laughs> yeah. I G I J W T F K on Twitter. Um, I'm gonna create a Facebook page as well and all of that stuff. Um, and an Instagram so we can kind of just interact. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks so much. Um, I plan on having some, um, special guests and shit like that coming soon. So just stay tuned for the ride. And thank you for just listening to me and hearing my voice. Um, yeah, damn, I don't even remember how I used to close out, but bye guys.